Dr. Emily Funk Reynolds, and you are listening to the Confessions of a Young Doctor podcast, where we are striving for a balance at work and at home so that we can be the best for our patients, our family, and most importantly, for ourselves. All right, guys, so I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think I finally come to understand what the number one reason that people who want to open a practice and don't actually end up doing it, why that happens. And it comes down to a lack of confidence. I think if you asked one of those people, they would say something probably along the lines of, I have too much student debt, or there's too much competition in the area, or I couldn't find a good space with the right demographics. And In my opinion, those are just excuses that we tell ourselves to justify our inaction. And while that might seem a little bit harsh, I think it's the cold hard truth that some people maybe listening to this need to hear because I think that a lot of times a lack of confidence in our ability or fear of failure can prevent us from taking that important first step and unlocking a life and possibilities that are what we ultimately want. But instead, we stay in a situation that's maybe less than ideal because it's safe and comfortable. And doing, taking a risk like opening a practice is just that it's a risk and it requires a certain amount of confidence in yourself and your ability to succeed and if you don't have that it makes it very difficult to take that leap and to go for it because ultimately you know especially with a startup that's what you're doing you're betting on yourself and your ability to build this practice and grow this practice and turn it into a livelihood not only for yourself and for your family but also for your future employees and that's not something to take lightly and I think that that's something that is scary and can prevent people from going for it if they don't have that confidence in themselves and the good news is that you can work on your confidence and you can build your confidence and you don't have to be destined for a life that you don't enjoy working for someone else and practicing a way that you don't want to and i hope to do two things with this podcast one is to encourage you if you feel a little lack of confidence to push yourself over that hump and to just go for it and then two to show you some of the ways that you can work to build your confidence over time and hopefully get to that next phase of life whether it is opening a practice or buying one from someone else or something you know not even related to your career I think there are many things that an overall lack of confidence keeps us from doing and with that i want to say two things first is that 
I struggle with this too. And while you may look at me and say, hey, you know, she opened her own practice. She did it. She went for it. Like she must be super confident. That is not true. (laughs) There are definitely still days where I question myself or I'm unsure of what to do when it comes to something with the practice. But even outside of the practice, right? There's other areas of life. Like even with the podcast, it took me so long to kind of get this off the ground and to take it in the direction that I wanted to take it. If you're an OG listener um, and you listen to some of our very first episodes, you know that the kind of mood and content a little bit of the podcast now is different than when I first started podcasting. And it took me time to get to that point. And even stupid stuff, like for example, this weekend, I decided that I wanted to make some improvements to our downstairs powder room. So we just moved, well not just, but back in November, we moved into a new house and it is from the late 90s. So some things have been updated, some stuff is older and we're kind of slowly working on updating a few things and the downstairs powder room there's nothing terribly wrong with it but I just hate the aesthetic of it and we don't want to spend money to kind of like gut rental it at this point but I just wanted to change out the hardware and kind of refresh the vanity and you know I'm not a plumber (laughs) Um, I have changed a couple of the towel rings and things like that in other parts of the house and that's relatively easy but to take out the old faucet and put in a new one for me was challenging and I was always a little bit intimidated about doing something new with the house and finally I was just like you know what like I have a doctorate and I went to two Ivy League institutions like people on TikTok are doing this I can do this why am I so afraid? And, you know, I researched it. I looked up videos and while it took me a little bit and I needed some help from my husband, I did it. And now I feel like, hey, let's change out all the faucets in the whole house because I'm confident with doing it. Everything seems easier when you know how to do it. And while that example might seem silly or totally unrelated to opening a practice, the concept is the same and that the main way that you can start to build your confidence is by doing and that sounds a little scary right because you're afraid to do something and i'm telling you just do it but the thing with opening a practice is that there are so many steps involved that all you need to do is dip your toes into the water a little bit and start getting more information start talking to people So maybe you are interested in a certain area, get a demographics report for that area and just see, you know, what the population density is like, what other practices are there. Is there even an opportunity for a good office space? Um, Maybe if you're feeling really spicy, you can go and talk to a broker and see what they could find for you in terms of lease spaces or something like that. 
But that doesn't mean that you're opening a practice. It doesn't mean that I'm telling you to go form your LLC. I'm just saying start the process. And honestly, in having those conversations and talking like you want to open a practice and having people talk to you like you're opening a practice helps to make it feel more real real, and to build that confidence. I distinctly remember my first two calls to Wells Fargo and Bank of America um, when I was first starting the process of potentially getting my loan in approval putting feelers out there to see, you know, what the process would be like if I would even qualify because I was a resident at the time and I didn't even know if that was totally possible without actually being an orthodontist, if I could get a loan to open an orthodontic practice. But I distinctly remember being in the hallway at Penn on the phone in my, you know, residency scrubs talking to this banker and him kind of asking me questions about where I wanted to open the practice and what type of loan I was looking for. And, you know, at the time, like I said, I was just kind of dabbling into the space and starting to think about getting my ideas ready. But, you know, this banker was talking to me like I was already like a potential practice owner and I just remember thinking wow like you know I can I can actually do this right I kind of felt a little bit like I was playing practice owner like you know when you're young and you play house I almost felt like I was acting the part or playing it out but the more conversations and interactions that I had with people in that same kind of scenario where they were treating me like a practice owner like somebody who was going to open a business and run a business the more I kind of stepped into that role but it didn't happen overnight and there's definitely, you know, still times where I struggle with confidence, imposter syndrome, you know, we all deal with that. And I think the important thing is just to recognize it when it happens and then kind of talk yourself off the ledge a little bit. Like I find it helpful to, in those situations, kind of say to myself, like people who are less skilled than me are doing this thing or have done this thing so if they can do it i can do it i kind of think of it as like the opposite of the social media comparing yourself to others right so the common thing is that we all look at everybody's instagram feed and they look like they're doing so much better than us and they're so much more successful than us and we're like why can't i have that And in my head, in these situations, I kind of flip the narrative and think, okay, if that person can do this, why not me, right? Why can't I do that? If I want that and there's other people out there who are doing it, why can't I do it? And most of the time that you ask yourself those questions, 
the things that will come up will be those excuses, right? Like the the student debt is too high or, you know, I'm in a restricted covenant with my current contract. And if you just keep asking yourself, well, what if I did it anyway? Or what if I decided to go for it anyway? And you'll see that you can break those excuses down. And the truth is, there's a will, there's a way, right? I had this same conversation with a parent actually this week who she brought her child in because she had a thumb sucking habit and the kid was seven years old and she had no desire herself to quit. But the mom wanted us to put a tongue crib appliance in her mouth so that she would just stop. And I said to the mom, look, the appliance is a reminder. It serves to help her break that habit. But if there's a will, there's a way. If that kid wants to put her thumb in her mouth, she will do it anyway. Even with that tongue crib in there, she's just going to put her thumb right in front of it or on it. And then you'll start to see the mark from the appliance on her finger. If you really want to do something, you'll find a way to do it. And I think that it's very true that there are a lot of people that really, really, really want something, but they still can't bring themselves to do it. And the thing, the missing piece there is confidence. You need to have confidence that you can do whatever it is that you want because no matter how many steps are laid out in front of you, if you don't have the confidence to execute them, then you're never going to get anywhere. Are you interested in starting your own practice but have no idea where to start? Does the thought of contracts, entity formation, demographics, staffing, marketing, equipment overwhelm you beyond belief? Well, don't worry. You're not alone. The process of opening a practice is a long one. But there's just one thing you must do first before you even consider any of those nitty-gritty steps. Develop a strong practice vision. Having a vision for your future practice provides a guiding light to get you to your goal. And the best part, it's completely free, requires absolutely no contact with any contractors, real estate agents, or bankers. If you're even considering starting a practice, you need to start with your vision. I've developed a quick start guide to help you get the wheels in motion. Click the link in the show notes to download my free guide to developing your practice vision. I'm so excited for you to take this first step. So pause the episode here, download the guide, and start building your dream. Building confidence is kind of like building a fire, if you think about it. You can't just put one big log there and expect to light it and then have it burn into this beautiful bonfire, right? You have to start with your kindling, those little twigs and then maybe you need some 
leaves to put in there or you know some crumpled up newspapers to light and then you put that underneath the logs which you put in like a tp form right there's a very specific way that you want to make a fire in order for it to last so think of that kindling like the little things that you can do that are slightly out of your comfort zone but still not too extreme that you are not going to take the plunge and do them and that might be something like researching how to make a practice or how to form an llc and then you get a little bit more comfortable and then you add some more things in there like your crumbled up newspaper that could be maybe having a phone call or submitting a form to get more information to a financing company and then you start looking at spaces and researching different areas those are your vlogs and then before you know it you're down this process and you see how it can make sense and then you finally you know light that fire and it catches and then the great thing about building your confidence is that once you have confidence in one area it can spill over into other areas of your life so if you use this idea of opening a practice and moving in that direction to start to build your confidence just like that fire right the light can spread to other areas of your life and once you feel like you've accomplished something that builds your confidence overall and now when you go to do other things you'll approach it with much more confidence so you know like i said i have built this practice right i'm here and now i feel like i can take on home projects or do things that i've never done before like start a podcast because i have done that before and the reverse could also be true right so maybe you want to open a practice but maybe there's another thing that you've always wanted to do that involves a little less work or involves a little less risk do that thing first and then once you see that you've done it and everything was okay and you made it through then use that as a building block for your confidence when it comes to opening your practice so i can't answer for you what the right path would be but I can tell you that the more wins you get, the more you feel like a winner and the more you feel like you can take on more challenges. So if you feel like you want to open a practice, you're really unhappy, but you're just, there's something that's holding you back, I would say start small and work up from there. And you might find along the way that you know, practice ownership isn't all that it's cracked up to be and it's not what you thought. But the only way to know if it's right for you or not is to start taking those steps in that direction. So if you get nothing else from today, I want you to just do this week one thing that you've always wanted to, but for 
stupid reasons you've been telling yourself that you can't or you shouldn't, whether that has to do with starting a practice or something completely unrelated. Just go out there and try it. And, you know, not everything is going to be easy, but most things that are worth it definitely aren't. So with that, I'm going to leave it for this week. I hope you guys have a great week. As always, make sure that you're following along on Instagram at doctor.confessions for more day-to-day updates, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.